previously on Brains Brawn and Other. It's a giant high-vis Beyblade. Bad news, Bad he's news. missing. What do oh. you mean he's got out around a jacket on? <laughs> no, he's cracked the case. He just opens a crazy cack. They brought me back! Brain another. I'm Joe. I'm Molly. I'm Jack. And today's topic is the second part of Travis Walton's He's disappearance. He's alive. <laughs> Fucking did it. He's alive. Hang on. Joe did it. He didn't. He didn't he fuck did up. I didn't oh fuck up. Thanks fuck for up ruining either. the one time. No, 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 no. Everyone needs to know you didn't fuck you up didn't the opening. Up. This is the first take. On the first take of the record. That's amazing. No, I had so many takes at the first half of the episode. I am as shocked as I was when I found out Walton Shook was it. alive. <laughs> Uh, so we'll so do a quick shook. little recap. So shook. What no. happened? Um, uh, Beyblade. So there's this guy. <laughs> Murder. And he's got friends and they they work. They all work in the woods. Uh, gay lover. Um, his best friend. Gay lover. Rogers. Yeah. His, his best friend Rogers is Woods the guy Rogers. who... Woods Rogers. Yeah, the pirate. Um, yeah. Uh, like is the boss man of yeah. their, their woods... Things. Crew, crew, uh, logging, um, logging crew, some, something, like woods, uh, woods, woods expedition. Uh, Weren't they rangers or something like that as well? Not power no. rangers, uh, <laughs> park rangers. Uh, park, yeah. No, they were just they were mounties. They were just, uh, <laughs> they were by... We talked about mounties for a while. Um, uh, he saw he, a Beyblade. He no, they're driving home. And he saw a Beyblade. He saw a Beyblade in the sky, yeah. which may or may not have been a dreidel, and he jumped out of the car and ran yeah. towards it. Then it began to shake and like it's the Beyblade running like, out of power, but whatever noises. And then he ran away from it, but then this like beam of light came out and was like, Oh, I'm taking you, bitch! And it took him. And then all of his friends went down and were like, Dude, Walton's dead! And they used his tab in the bar. And then someone eventually went yeah. and go told his mom. Which is fact. Um, and then they were in and the his shopping. Mom was, his, his mom was pure like, Oh, no. Uh, no, she was like, Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Get off my yeah, property. It was, it was oh, it's, yeah, told it's fine. Anyone. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then they went uh, to the shopping centre because they were waiting for the Oh, GameStop. they were pre ordering Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, the sheriff was pre ordering Sekiro. That's where he was. That's where they had to tell yeah, him. And yeah. then they all went up. Then one of them was like, Dude, you need Avatar. to send the dogs. No, they went to see Avatar. Don't forget that. No, the dogs were on holiday. They no, yeah, he was like, You need to send the dogs, but the dogs were on a holiday, yeah. so they couldn't go. So they sent so, the Mounties instead. Yeah, and then they sent helicopters and Jeeps. Yes. Because, you know, then, Much better sense of smell. Then what? Than dogs. Four days had passed because Joe couldn't say sixth. Sixth. Um, Sift. Uh, yeah. Then, and then, then no, and then and then his friends were all like, "Why aren't you looking for him?" The police were like, "Cause he's fucking dead." Yeah. And then and then they, they all oh, told polygraphed, the same story. Polygraphed. They all got, they all got polygraphed and told the same story. Not admissible, but whatever. Um. Then his sister is in bed one night and she yeah. like the phone rings. No. Well, we we oh. we then established it was murder and we were happy with our we answer happy, and ready to move murder. on with our lives. Yeah. Until and then, his bitch and then, sister. And then, and then, I'm alive, bitch. Yeah, I like, lived, yeah. bitch. <laughs> so it was his brother-in-law, Grant, was the one who answered the phone. You said it was his sister. His sister. His sister's husband. He rang mm. his sister's phone, but Grant answered. All right, mm. fine. So his sister's got an overbearing husband. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more the thing of when there's two people in bed and their phone's ringing at two in the morning. It's more than likely the guy's her bleeding phone. In. They lived together. It's 1975. They oh, I'm have... sorry. Yeah, she couldn't show her ankle check, could she? They no. wouldn't be allowed to live in sin. They'd have to marry. They'd have to share a phone line. And 1975, <laughs> a woman's not allowed a phone line. That right didn't come in until 1976. She was so close. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said her phone as if she had a mobile. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. What we'll do is we'll take it back from the traveling home from Walton's perspective. So, so just for the sake of... Um... Rewind time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, oh man 
That's sick. We're going to see it from a new perspective. Yeah. Mm. I, um, imagine, I imagine it's going to go something like this. Oh, man, a Beyblade. Oh, wow, a blue light. Oh, <laughs> fuck, a blue light. Oh, no. So why did originally when I started these notes is I was reading like a sort of an article that was just covering the whole story. What's the source of actually? Taking out thing. Well, I was reading an article. Okay, then. cool. Is it from a reputable source? Um, I don't remember where it's from. Yeah, I fucking doubt it. Um, and it was covering... Irreputable. It was covering both sides, which is why there was a oh, couple points also in the, the last sh- Sorry, we also forgot the Sherlock Holmes ufologist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the fact that Walton and his brother used to always be like, I fucking love UFOs. So if yeah. I ever see one, I'm going to go nuts, which is why he went nuts when he saw one, but then ran away when it started to like... Yeah. So, um... But with so this te- anyway, so I started off reading a couple articles until I found um, Walton just has an hour-long talk where he gives his first-hand account. He's got a TED talk. I then coming. pretty much, nice. then I fell down a rabbit hole and I watched about three hours of interviews of Walton um, spread across several different things of him describing these events. So I then got a pretty good first-hand account from him of what happened. <laughs> so, <clears throat> as they were traveling home and spotted the lights, Travis first thought as it was deer hunting scene. It was just a few hunters who were camped out and the crew discussed... Uh, Wait, well, start that entire sentence so, again. They were so driving is this home. Walton's perspective? So, yes, Walton's yeah. perspective okay, when they were driving back. Okay, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, well, he did. He said that already. Uh, so they, you were on your phone. So they were driving back down, mm-hmm. and they saw the lights in the distance. At first, they thought it was just campfire lights from some deer hunters. Oh, okay, because you said the they thought, thought it was deer, deer hunters. hunters. And that made no sense to me. As if the deer hunters were flying... Or no, they just, no, this is when they They're only on saw time. the lights. They yeah, yeah, but you, you said, said, you said they uh, it was they looked hunters. like deer hunters. Because, you know, deer hunters notorious for well, wearing that's LED you cut me off, fucking jumpers. The sentence goes, uh, they first thought it was uh, deer hunters, deer hunting season, and it may have just been a few hunters camped out. <laughs> that still doesn't say that. Yeah, because their camp fires. would be lit up. But anyway, um, so anyway, they discussed this idea, but as and they were they getting closer... And so as they were getting closer, uh, they started to notice there had been a few trees that were on fire because they'd been struck <laughs> by lightning. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird fact that wasn't in the other one. I just thought it was like, it's a bit odd with the fucking lightning hitting all the trees around the time this was happening. Okay. Um, so anyway, they get closer and they realise that the size of the lights and how high up they are, there is no way that it could be a ship. Uh, it could be anything other, <laughs> anything like fire or anything like that. So... So yeah, they round the corner and then they saw the the craft. Walton was sure the ship would fly away as soon as they got close to it, so he immediately headed towards it for a better look before it disappeared. So that explains why he went straight towards it when everyone else was like, that's fucking freaky, because he was certain it was going to run away. Um, As he got closer, Walton felt as if the air was charged with electricity. Walton looked up at a soft that, that but bright... That would be the lightning storm. Oh, I imagine. He was currently... <laughs> was he just really high humidity? And he was like, mm. man, this is... Ooh. No, he's real good chemistry with his gay lover. Oh, and his, yeah, yeah him electric. and Rogers. Him and Rogers. Um, so Walton looked up at a soft but bright golden light began to shine. Ooh. The turbine-like noise the ship, uh, the ship was making began to get louder, and Walton moved to run back to the safety of the truck. You don't know what a fucking turbine sounds like, do you? <laughs> I wouldn't want to get on a plane that's like <laughs> I wouldn't be fucking on it tell you that much yeah. um, so anyway, he wants to go back to the truck the safety's co-workers the moment he stood to try and go back to them wait why was he not stood he was approaching yeah. Crouch apparently I don't know it was the way he was talking when he described this what is he fucking solid snake so, he's he, in a box because it's one of the things I didn't quite get when he was describing it and he's like in a couple of them that all sound the same so he approached it but he always says he then stood as he got close to turn around. So, it feels so he like must he have was, been crouching. Yeah, but fell. then the, the other guy's report is like he ran up to it. And I couldn't yeah, imagine Yeah, but they also like said that he walked crouching. up to it as well. Okay. 
Uh, so there's just a couple different reports. But anyway, yeah, he said anyway that as he sort of stood up to turn around, uh, where'd it go? Uh, yeah, it's, he felt as if a current shot through his body. There was a loud crack and just, a jolt of it's energy. just because Rogers looked at him. Uh, Walton was launched into the air as if he stood on a landmine and then suddenly slammed oh, back down to the ground. Lightning doesn't launch you into the air. I... What if it struck the earth next to you? He said that he was launched straight up as if he... So his exact wording was like, he trod on a landmine, he was hurled upwards. I don't know, man. If you were hurled upwards in the air, you would not be able to calculate I feel like, trajectory. I feel like if... Ah, yeah, it was a solid 90 degrees up in the air, pal. I feel like even if Between you were hurled at all... And the guy spoke to him. I feel like if you were hurled at all, you're not going to be... Like, it could feel, like, really far for you, but it could just be, like... I suppose so, yeah. Um, So, yeah. um, (laughs) I do like this bit. So, he he launched into the air and slammed back to the ground. Um, He then says that his friends told him that they immediately drove away because they they thought they saw a group of hunters nearby. So, they were going to go and chase down the hunters, get their guns, and then go back to the scene. But unfortunately, they were unable to catch up with the hunters. That's what he was told by the rest of the They were in a car. Yeah, they drove the car after after the hunters. The hunters were also in a car. They were camping. No, No, that's what they thought the lights were. The UFO lights. But how did it. Wait, so hang on. They have no definitive proof that there's deer hunters. They just taught the initial. It's deer hunting season. Yeah, but did they come across any deer hunters? That Um, hasn't been mentioned yet. I think it was that they saw traffic lights. Not traffic lights, headlights down the road and they assumed that was deer hunters. They drove. Well, why the fuck didn't they assume. Why why didn't they assume those were UFOs as well, judging by their fucking paranoia? Well, because they wanted guns. They were also lying because they drove off and drove down the town to start. If you have these issues, Jack. Go and like, email Travis Walton. He is alive to this day. I don't give a fuck. Or watch these hours of fucking talks you can get. Okay. So they go see if they can get guns to stop whatever's happening yeah. to Travis. And then we which know... is why they left Travis alone. Exactly. And we know what happens with them anyway with their adventure. Yeah, they go drinking and yeah. end up in the shopping centre. But what happens with Walton is he blacks out after like feeling himself slammed to the ground. Um, when Walton wakes up... His friends never saw this. Yeah. Why don't their stories match up? Well, no, this is his. His friends saw him. His point of view is very fucking similar to the lads in that they both saw the same thing, just from different perspectives. Yeah, but then Walton saw something more than them. Because the other. But they never mentioned him flying into the air. They 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 did. They They, mentioned him being pulled off by a light. By a light. Yeah. He was also, he was looking at a warm golden light. He said that as he stared into it. He didn't fucking say that. I did. He did. Okay. Um, Because as he stared up into the light. Okay. Um, he said it was really, really bright, but somehow not blinding to look at, and it felt like it was very—I think it was golden. It was quite, felt quite warming, and then okay. boom, exploded up in the sky. Um, so when Walton woke up, he was lying in his back, and he was in a lot of pain. He felt something was very, very wrong as he was having trouble breathing. Um, Walton thought he was in a hospital because there was some form of apparatus on his chest, and he could see a light shining into his eyes. He also could see sort of three figures moving around him that he believed were doctors. So he was lying there sort of struggling so to catch So his, his first breath. thought isn't aliens? No, his first thought was he was in a hospital for some okay. reason. That's fair. If you were in what seemed to be an explosion, you'd be like, I really hope I wake up in a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fucking bathtub missing my kidneys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he then said that um, as he slowly became more and more conscious... He noticed that they definitely weren't doctors, but were strange creatures and definitely not human. So that's rude. Nurses are trained medical practitioners <laughs> as well. 
So Walton immediately got scared by seeing him here. He started to panic, especially as he was saying, because like the weight on his chest and struggling to breathe. Um, so then he um, has described these aliens several times. Uh, he's also... Oh, we're getting photos. Have a picture of them. So try and describe what he saw. Um, wow. Okay, uh, have, you seen, have you seen Megamind? Yeah. That in yellow suits. Yeah. They're, the thing I guess is like the mustard polar necks that they're I'm, wearing. I'm enjoying really the mustard polar I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. the muscular one in the middle. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's got very defined pegs. He's much more ripped. Comparatively to the others. There but was like, these three figures. One was ripped as fuck. Yeah, ima- imagine... Oh, so I for also a, like... The guy in the back in the picture because it's like he's hey going, stop going, that hey stop so what how can you be painting us if i had to describe it for those who haven't seen megamind which i don't know why you wouldn't have mm. um almost perfectly spherical almost globe-like heads yeah. uh amber yeah. eyes with very large uh pupils yeah well um, like not just large pupils yeah just they're just quite light quite large. Almost eyes. like a skull in general, in that the mouth area and the nose is it's, very, very small. Whenever anyone describes an alien, they go for this quite like bulbous head, yeah, exactly, um, big the, eyes, the quite, like, shrunken, one. like shrunken. But then features. picture the Starfleet yellow, uh, yeah. Starfleet yeah. lieutenant fucking sweater, like straight up the polo neck, and one of them's buff. and one of them's doing the force pull <laughs> in the background. And one guy, was doing actually, reps before the picture. One of them, actually, one of them seems to be raising an eyebrow as if like, what the fuck are the, you doing? The guy in the middle looks to be grabbing the guy in the front's elbow. Yeah, like he's like gonna the, stop hold him. him. Ba- he's gonna hold him back. <laughs> like, like the guy in the back is just no, be don't. like, guys, what are you doing? Yeah. But, Pex yeah. McGee yeah, in the middle Pex, of- Pex McGee is like, I'll handle Jiren. Yeah. I don't want to surprise you with this now, but this isn't a photograph. That is an artist's rendering. <laughs> so there are exact Charlie, movements. We'll just fucking cut that out, will we? <laughs> Rude bitch. Uh, their exact movements aren't the most important thing. <laughs> I think it's very important. I beg to differ. Um, Any man who describes Pex McGee wouldn't lie about his no. pecs. Oh no, I reckon he still definitely said one of them was ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no homo, obviously. <laughs> He no probably, homo. They definitely didn't homo. Hey, no, he was homo with Rogers. So no homo, no. Some homo. Some homo. Um, so yeah, um, he said as well that as soon as he started to get scared and he started panting with his breathing, with seeing these yeah. weird things around him, um, it he compared the suffocation getting worse okay. and he really started struggled to breathe. Panic and attack. he compared it to waterboarding, is what panic he had attack. said in his talks. Panic attack. Yeah, quite like a panic attack. Uh, Almost like it was a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the same symptoms, apart from aliens. <laughs> aliens aren't a symptom of panic attacks. Uh, clearly, you don't well, have like, the same panic attacks. The actually. pressure <laughs> on his chest could very much be down if he was in well, some no, he sort did, of he did, say, he, he did say it was a physical apparatus. Yeah, there's sure. an okay. actual apparatus. Yeah. Um, because Allegedly. Allegedly, but it could also be down to like a collapsed lung. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sure the aliens will fix it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so anyway, as he started to sort of panic and realise what was going on, he's he was struggling rigid. to like jump off the table. But he realised he was really weak and was sort of moving very faintly. One of the creatures leaned in Pex close McGee. to him to have a look. Greg, and Travis, uh, Can we call him Greg from now on? No, okay. it's Greg, Pex McGee and Clyde. Yeah, and sure, Clyde. I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Clyde's <laughs> definitely the one thinking he's a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Clyde, stop watching their fucking shows. No! <laughs> Stop! Uh, we took their uniforms from them. So yeah. Um, as soon as one of them leaned in cl- close, uh, Walton's first thing was to punch it in the face. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. He yeah. can barely fucking lift himself off the table and but claims like, to have punched one in the face. His first instinct was to, but as he tried to, 
okay. he found himself too weak and was only able to give them sort of a light push. But it did cause the thing force. to stumble backwards. It does sound like one of those really shit D&D rolls, though, when they go <laughs> to slap them and they end up seducing them. <laughs> He's rolled like a two. Yeah. That's one of my favourite stories of that was um, someone tried to torture a goblin by like, going to rip its knob off, but rolled really badly, so accidentally wanked it off a little. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, where'd I go there? Yeah. So he then after... So he got wanked off by, by Greg. Yeah, after pushing yeah. Greg off of him a little bit, he then rolled off the table, causing the apparatus on his chest to fall on the floor. Mm. Uh, Walton then staggered backwards from the table into a shelf and saw a small table of tools. He didn't pay much attention to what the tools were, but he grabbed the largest tool... But he here's an artist's rendering. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture of a screwdriver. <laughs> um, but he picked the largest tool he could see and just swung it wildly. And the creatures Where does he gain this energy from? I feel like... So you Walton can, you, is you some can, kind of you Superman. You can swing wild, wildly, wildly. And now he's wild, probably getting wildly. some, like, adrenaline going. Yeah. So, like, he still might not be doing anything, like, difficult. It might just be, like... You know, I can't word apparently. Yeah, but you, you could still slap me in the fucking arm. They were, arm, they I guess. were light. Oh my god! With one of Walton's weapons that yeah. I brought today. <laughs> the biggest tool. He only gave. He me is the biggest this. tool. <laughs> he only gave me those tools under the condition you didn't hit Jack with them, and you already broken that rule. You didn't, well, like tell, you didn't fire tell me festival. the rules. <laughs> um, so where is it? Yeah, so he swung them, and they all the creatures sort of backed away. You didn't hit any That's of them. Fair. Uh, but they stay just out of swinging reach. I think I do that you know that what too. happens when you grab a weapon? The fight gets too real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But also, if you think about it, like if they're doing an exam on it, we're going to take it at face value here and say yeah. it is aliens. If they're doing some exam on him, and someone starts swinging a weapon, if I was a doctor, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking get yeah, involved. I'm not trained I'm for it's this. Not, yeah. It's not even just in like the, the aliens. If you were a doctor, if you were in that position, and someone woke up and started swinging shit wildly at you that you don't know, you're going to be like, Hold the fucking phone. Let me push this button here and, and get like, some walk big away boys in. And like close the door. Pex McGee is gonna call his cousin Arms McGee, and it'll be fine. <laughs> he has no muscles, but just really gangly arms. <laughs> no, I like the idea. Pex McGee's well up for the fight, but the other ones are holding him back. Um, so yeah, that's anyway. why he needs arms because mm. arms is the only one strong enough to actually. He hold him back. did as well. One of the things he said is like the creatures are really staring at him very intently. Um, it doesn't look like they have fucking eyelids in that arse. But that's the thing, because in that picture, um, you can see how... I'm sorry, we're not staring, we just don't have a choice. We just don't blink! <laughs> uh, but they have, like, these really detailed eyes. It's because he describes those eyes in a lot of detail quite often. He very vividly remembers I want to hear his description of them, actually. Like, just honestly. I was, I was genuinely looking at getting a few audio clips to play as well, mm. to show you guys. But it's too difficult to keep the exact timestamps and how long it's playing mm. for, so I couldn't be fucked. That's fair. Um... Instead, I just got you a couple of pictures, a couple of photographs from the incident. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we he, know he Thank God own. he was such an avid photographer. Yeah, so glad he had his Canon with him at all times. Because it was one of the things as well, just with his account. So, like, I've listened to a lot of people recount their abductions. But it's the fact that he's so latched onto those eyes. It was, like, the amount of times in all the different interviews he's been like, oh, man, those fucking eyes. And it is. Really describe it. It is also the thing that, like, even if you, like, make something up, you've, you've seen that face before. Like, your your mind doesn't really make anything from scratch. Like, so if he's describing it in such detail, it does give it a little bit of, a like, some kind of grounds. Uh, there is also the fact that every time you remember something, you, you change fill it. in the blanks a little and yeah. remember it differently. So It's why memories are bullshit. 
Yeah. The fact it's, he remembers it's, well, them. It's pretty much how deja vu works. Mm. You just trick yourself into believing a similar situation was the one you're currently in. I thought it was that your brain fucks up and it like resets. Yeah, it, well, it, it, it can happen either way. It can um, either go, oh, we've been here before, tricking you into believing you have, when in fact it's just fabricated the fact this has happened before. Or it can take a very, very similar situation and go, no, this this has happened before. Okay, because the way that I heard described for it was it was like essentially a computer going, an error occurred, I'm going to try again. Mm. So it gets like part of the way through processing what you've just seen so, yeah. and then yeah. fucks up and starts it again. So Whatever. you go, oh, why was this familiar? Whenever I get it, I'm like, this happened legitimately like four months ago when I was... I always have like a really good timestamp mm. on whenever oh. I get it. For I me, always, it's always, always just like, oh, those green, those yellow-eyed alien bitches. <laughs> For me, it's... Uh, uh, we'll get back on topic. But Deja yeah. Vu always... And it's always been this way since I was a kid. Deja Vu has always come to me in the form of I've dreamed this before. As in, I have had this exact mm-hmm. thing happen in a dream before. I found that a couple times. It's yeah. freaky. Um, anyway, yeah, so, as he was sort of swinging wildly at these creatures, after a few minutes of him, anytime he's sort of making a movie, swings, um, they end up backing out of the room and leaving. He sees them leaving a hallway, and they turn right. So Travis looks at the same hallway and, and goes off to the left. Yes. He yeah. also... See, that, that's a guy who's played an RPG before. <laughs> he knows uh, where the boss is. That, that route is obviously the critical path. I'll find the side quests first. Let me get a... New, fancier, enchanted surgical tool. <laughs> it was up a room with glowing, like, scissors in there. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, Get some better, like, Two outfit. fire damage. Yeah, he said as well the whole time, didn't know if he was being followed, didn't know if they were coming for more people to come get him. Okay. He didn't know what was happening. Is he wearing clothes? Um, Does it matter? I yeah. think he is. Yeah, yeah, he is, because we're going to see a picture in a minute. Um, he took a well, selfie on the fucking spaceship. Which, although, as well, because I looked at this one in more detail just before we start recording, the next picture you're going to see is absolute bollocks. <laughs> um, so, anyway. Wait, you mean Greg. <laughs> Greg Peck, Greg McGee, McGee, and Clyde oh, aren't, aren't totally, totally accurate? Yeah, no, that one's, as I said, like it's more or less. Photographic. It's fact. Yeah. Just the poses was yeah. artist inspired, but other than that. Um, so, where are we going now? Yeah, so it's as well. It's running down these hallways. You know, there's lots of doors on both the walls, ceiling, and floor. So all yeah, those Well, if, it, if they're in space, then there is no up and down. So then you can put doors and rooms everywhere because yeah. depending on where you are, you can just go into one of the other ones. Well, if they're not in fucking space. Well, it's a UFO, Jack. It was just in Earth's atmosphere. Apparently it was only fucking eight feet off the ground when they first encountered it. Yeah, it doesn't mean it stays there. Travis had exactly your line of thinking, Jack. So that's why when he found a hatch on the floor that was unlocked, he pulled it open and dropped down it. He expected to fall back into the forest floor. But instead, he landed in a large black room uh, where the walls were lit up with constellations and stars and all this stuff. A navigation room. Mm. Yeah, there was a single chair in the middle of that room as well. The navigation chair. Look at me, I am the captain now. (laughs) Did he find, like, what, a a red jacket to go with it? Uh, Yeah. A a single guy walked in and he just goes, make it so. (laughs) Number Ah, one. Number two. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so he... He finds a share. He also, it's one of my favourite things. This is one of the things I feel like is quite believable about the situation. As he said, like, he goes to the buttons on the chair. Like, I've got a version that's written down. I prefer just how he said it. It's like, so I started just pushing all the buttons, hoping it would open some form of door somewhere, like, pushing different things, pulling switches. It's you getting on an elevator, uh, on a fucking elevator, Molly. You just, <laughs> all the fucking buttons. And my favourite one is he goes, there was a lever that I pulled and the whole room sort of shifted. So I was like, put it back where it was and didn't touch that again. <laughs> 
Because like that, that little detail is so relatable. I wouldn't know how much moved if he was like doing so and he was like, <laughs> But that's another, like, it's such a video game thing where it's like, physical reaction. Okay, I'll put that back and find <laughs> yeah. out what it does. I don't know what that is. I'll, yeah. that. I'll pull every other button yeah. that doesn't look like progress. This looks important. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll say all the buttons were different colours, but none of them had any form of symbol on them. So, so you had to be a pilot who knew what they were doing. But no, also, that shit says. design. Oh, it is a says. terrible design. Yeah. Maybe there wasn't any form of letters. Hang that on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Maybe it's not shit design. Maybe, and this is a crazy idea, <laughs> these aliens had some kind of training to pilot this craft, as opposed to some fucking hick from Arizona <laughs> going, I feel like even with trained pilots, there is they still have buttons. They still have names, like colored buttons. buttons and names. Yeah, buttons. they have colored buttons. They've named and symbols as well. Not all of them. Not no, all you're of gonna them tell no. me every button in a co- no. cockpit has like fucking little symbols for what it does. No. Yeah, I exactly. think most of them will have a name, or at least the section will have a name on it. Yeah, section, sure. Yeah, but he said there was no, no right. Yeah, but it's only a single panel on a fucking chair. I can only imagine there's so many commands to be operated via it. <laughs> Jack, what? the expert in spaceship control. Well, no, but, like, I doubt the entire premise of the ship is dictated by this fucking chair. <laughs> no, well, he knows it's room service he's ordering. <laughs> well, you beat me to it. Yeah. Then the door opened and a waiter walked in. No, that's what the lever was. You're just bringing up the dumb waiter. That's all it, that's all it did. <laughs> he was just really pissed when he pulled it. He fell over and was like, oh, no. No, you know, it made a little bit of a shake because it was coming up the tube, but, you know. <laughs> also, we don't know. He says there's no letters. That doesn't mean there isn't anything that he doesn't understand to be letters on the console. Well, he would say the symbols. Then. Yeah, he, yeah, said, still, he specifically there. said there were no symbols on it. Mm. So which also, UFOlogists have speculated on that and said maybe they're in infrared or they're in some form of thing we can't see. I'm going to hold true to what I just said, and it could be there that we don't know. Perhaps, Their eyes are big. They, you perhaps don't know what's they going have on. training and know what the buttons do. Yeah. Um, so then, after this, um, the door, a door in this place opened, Shh. and a human was standing there wearing a space helmet. All right, Steve. Okay, wait, How's no. It going? What kind of space helmet? I have a drawing. Yes! <laughs> Sick. So this is a drawing of Travis in the room, standing at the chair uh, in the space room. And now there's a detail... So help me God, this better be concept art from Star Wars. Oh my God! Ran to David Bowie up there? Yeah. So also, look at his back. Who's doing these super muscular drawings? So also, he has no nose. Also, that's not a spacesuit. Uh, well, yeah, he's wearing, he said he was wearing like a clear helmet. Yeah, and that, but that, I mean, the rest, in, that's, yeah. Not yeah, that's not a spacesuit. Yeah. He's yeah. in like a fallout. This is fit. this is almost I have no mouth and I must scream levels of bullshit. But also his mouth is super low and no nose. Yeah, that's that's fine. Maybe it's just a shite portrait artist, okay? Yeah, that's the thing. These are artist renderings. They're not photographs. Also, that's just that's just a Star Trek. Chair. Yeah, that's just a captain's chair from Star yeah. Trek. Yeah, but again, that was someone drew it, so they was took inspiration. Also... I, I, I take issue with this photo. It's the same dude. Is that the thing you're looking at? No, Travis is still in a jacket and jeans. <laughs> yeah. First of all, <laughs> bullshit. We, no, we knew he was in a jeans, t-shirt and jacket. Yeah. That was all he was wearing we when got, he was in the woods. We got told that last time. Why was he wearing that to work? Because he was they coming were loggers. Homework. That's what they wear. No, it's not. They only wear a lumberjack t-shirt. That's all I know. They I, wear How plaid. many loggers do you know wear jeans to work? I don't know many loggers. But Neither do I. I feel like TV has told me. But they, they had wear... said they had said earlier that that They're was what he was They're on their way home wearing. from work. Well, no, yeah. Maybe they bring a change of clothes what to a work. Of, what a bunch of wankers! I don't know. Every... Maybe they are. 
<laughs> Hang on. When I worked construction, though, it was we would wear jeans because it's the best shit to wear in that condition because they're pretty tough. Also, it's 1975. Uh, if he's going to be wearing... If you're worried about, like, some sort of waders or something, you wouldn't just be wearing waders all the time. You wouldn't wear them and take them off. But, yeah, I also... That spacesuit is just a fishbowl on a man's head. Yeah. Um, he did in. I didn't come across many descriptions of the man's uh, spacesuit, so I just kind of stuck with just a fishbowl in your head and these. I think he did describe them as very skin tight outfits, though. Okay. Okay, so fishbowl head with the seventies haircut walks in to stable boy. So I also I want to I want to get an um, image where you guys are at at this point. Um, what do we think? <laughs> morphine. I think he's a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What a fucking muppet! I get like that he's he's uh, he's very adamant on it, and he's he is saying that this is exactly what happened. But at the same time, as far as we know, something has happened to him which has caused him a trauma, and he's woken up in what he feels was originally a hospital, and now he's coming to conclusions that it's not. That's not to say that he's something didn't happen to him, and now he could a be dreaming, or be just like be walking around like a hospital. And just not be understanding shit. Mm-hmm. Or my theory, C, he's a grade A bullshitter and none of this ever happened. <laughs> Did he get a polygraph? No, he fucking didn't. Of course he didn't. Be Did he get a convenient. polygraph? You're going to have to wait and see. Because <gasps> I will say, after Travis's account of what happens here, uh, there is some more facts and stuff that happened as well outside of the spaceship. What a great uh, But one thing as well, uh, just with regards to his account of yes. things that I do like. So everything else... Like, even with the polygraphs and the guys that all came back clear, the majority of things say yes, but then there are ones that, like, no, all those things that say yes are cover-ups. Mm. Like, there is so much action around this case that almost everything can be refuted in another article. Okay. Like, it's less Yeah, but I feel like shit. that's what a lot of a lot of these things can just be. Someone's going to be able to refute it. Again, Especially when it's why would it be a cover-up? Why would them saying yes be cover a cover-up? Because they weren't going to be able to complete the contract on time. But no, because there's a reason. people no. saying that like there was something else going on, and so they had us believe that it was aliens by renouncing the things as this. Okay. Then it makes us look away from what it actually was. Okay, because I thought you were implying that the government tried to cover up aliens by making them say, yes, we saw aliens. And I was like, that's not how a cover-up works. <laughs> exactly how a cover-up works. Well, it depends works. on how like believable the people are as well. And apparently this acting troupe, very believable. Yeah. Um, More like Count Olaf. Oh, also, I didn't realise this um, until after I gave my, like, actor thing, my idea of that. But if you Google Travis Walton, he's listed as an actor online. Amazing! (laughs) Are all of his credits from 1975? I'm going to do it live for the sake of you guys, but, um... Uh, but yeah, so as I said, Google Travis Walton, that's the result. Travis Walton, actor... Great. But he was in Fire Great. in the Sky and Encounter. Oh, oh shit, I accidentally shit. left that on oh. screen. Oh. Um, we'll get to Fire in the Sky in a bit. They made a fucking movie I'm about sorry. this starring yeah. him. Both, Not starring him. We're both of those just movies about this encounter because um, Fire in the Sky and Encounter both sound like movies that are just we'll about get to this it. bullshit. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Right okay. now, we're still dealing with Ziggy Stardust in okay. space. So Ziggy's Stardust with his fishbowl head. Uh, so go. Yeah, Mysterio so, walked in yeah, wearing his fantastic four jumpsuit and again so yeah. the way that I wrote the notes about his account as well was I like listened to one thing wrote through a Joe wrote bullshit at the top and then filled <laughs> in all the details uh, I um, did uh, what's that like Mad Libs 
just. <laughs> <laughs> and then Walton saw a. Okay, verb. Uh, David verb, verb, Bowie. Verb, verb. <laughs> Yeah, those, those pictures. I drew those pictures. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Joe. And the next one's just a You're dick. really coming so. along. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what I did with these was um, I like, wrote it through with one account, then I changed details where I thought they were neat. But anyway. Um, sorry. So the man was wearing some kind of space suit yeah. and had a clear helmet on. Fishbowl. Walton began to hurriedly explain there were creatures <laughs> chasing him and that they had to get out. Which was, that was one of the things I when he said this. It's just like, you are in a spaceship, see another man. It's like, oh, you don't know, there are aliens here, they're after me. But at the same time, it's one of the things that, like, he mentioned in a couple of the talks. Just people, like, pick holes in what he says and, like, pick holes in the way he behaved. But he's like, mate, I was on a fucking alien spaceship. I, like I was panicked and terrified. You, I wasn't behaving rationally. Uh, you didn't behave entirely logically and if, find a map of the ship. If but you look, he said he's spaceship. been asked if, um, when the aliens are doing stuff to him, if he said, can you please explain what's going on <laughs> instead of attacking them? Like, if you were on a spaceship and what you've seen just what you believe to be aliens and you've managed to escape and you've run down, and you see another person who is the same, like, another person. Who looks suspiciously like David Bowie. A person, you're going to explain everything to them because you're like, okay, you automatically have some kind of kinship because... You're on a giant space trailer. Yeah, unlike the thing you've just seen, you have someone who will at least understand what you're saying and maybe from, like, a similar position. It's a bit fucking presumptuous to assume he's human. I, well, he looks human. He well. looks yeah. human. Yeah. But if you were to see another human, is what I'm saying, you just start you would to immediately, you'd immediately try to like, oh my god, what's going on? Unless you're a dick and yeah. you're like, I'm gonna fight him. It's that thing of in an unfamiliar environment. What kind of fucking D and D character is Travis Walton where he meets an NPC and goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll to kick his ass. <laughs> roll charisma. Shit, one. Punch him with the tool. <laughs> I just got it upgraded. It's fine. <laughs> my legendary tool. So wait. Um, Whoops, Sounds like I it's scrolled all the way down to the bottom. Yeah, we all knew that, Molly. Um, the man was wearing some kind of spacesuit with a clear helmet on. He yes. began to explain the bullshit to him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Even Joe's on my side that this is bullshit. No, we, we, we no, took Walton. our opinions out back at the start of the first part. We did. They're still gone out back and they haven't come back. No. They're living on a farm. Don't you come back. Uh, so anyway, the man didn't react but led Walton out of the room. Um <laughs> Walton thought maybe he couldn't hear through the helmet, so followed him out of the room. <laughs> oh, in, my head, in my head, your man had come in, Walton explained, and he just took Walton's hand and led him out of the room. <laughs> in my mind, it was more like the fucking Simpsons meme of Abe Lincoln walking in, putting his hand, turning around, taking it back. Hangs, hangs up, glow, glass He walked into the room, saw a nutter, and was like, do you know what? I don't have time to deal with this, and left, and Walton assumed he was leading him somewhere and just followed him. <laughs> Look, it's only Maybe Tuesday. the buttons he was pressing was to summon a little space bum bandit, and Maybe. your man walked in. Maybe. Um, so yeah, the man led Walton safely out of the ship. Walton walked out into a warm light and took a deep... So yeah, they left the ship now. So I okay, wrote so, it weirdly in my own notes. Yeah, so so like, he led him through several corridors. He does actually have um, floor plans of the ship. If I didn't save any of the pictures. What? Yeah. This is bullshit. He has got approximate floor remember? plan of what he felt he walked I have, through. I have woken up and done like plans of buildings I've been in my dreams. I've drawn them out. Yeah, but that, that, okay. That's fair enough. You're not in a fucking panicked, almost okay. fugue-like state. Hang on, can I? I don't have any fucking drawing app on here. So essentially, what he went into, what he drew Excuse rather me. as his thing, 
was a big circle like that. Okay. With a small circle in the middle. And a little line that just goes to the middle and then out to the end. Okay, That's so what he a, drew as the floor plan. So Pretty well, much. So what I've learned is he's cut a quarter out of a circle. Yeah. He, so he, drew, he drew this thing. You can see it. Um, he drew a right angle in a circle. Yeah. Uh, if anyone listening who wants to find probably my favourite one of the ones I watched is it's just Tra- Travis Walton explains exactly what happened on the spaceship. It's about an hour long. It's on it's YouTube. A, it's not at all vague and imprecise. No. You could um, probably, if you were just wondering, have Googled that by now. Do you know what? That's nearly as good as giving them the actual YouTube link live on air. Yeah. Just HTTP. Google. Yeah, just Google Travis Walton bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. It'll come up. Yes. Or if you want Joe's specific link, email us at brainsbrownandother@gmail.com. No, we, we, we should probably credit our sources, shouldn't we? No, you have to ask for it. Because Joe if you want it. sources, credit them. I didn't make this up, guys. <laughs> also, please don't Google Travis Walton. He's an actor. So, like I said, if you want it, yeah, just so ask Joe. I do have the source here. Um, it is, it's called Travis Walton Describes Exactly What Happens Inside the UFO by Zohar Stargate TV on YouTube. Oh, my God. Reputable sources. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I read the name of it, I was like, oh, I'm it not has, giving this out as a source, am I? <laughs> Stargate in it, so, you know, it's definitely reputable. But upon... Um, sort Further of, inspection. No, upon finding that for you, I did manage to also get, by looking at that YouTube video, the um, floor plan he gave. Oh. So, there the you go. The circle with the line, yeah. That's not, and that's not anything, circle with a line. sir. With a little dotted arrow. Yeah. Right. It's literally, yeah. I'm assuming the rest of the ship is a circle, but oh, no, I've been barren. in these it's three just rooms. <laughs> it's just one giant room that they just watch everyone <laughs> so, in. I do love this. So a big circle, essentially, a line drawn through it. And then in all the negative space, there's just one sentence, which is, area's not shown because unvisited and therefore unknown. Basically, Especially when he said there's ima- doors <laughs> sorry, everywhere. For, 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 for the listeners, imagine a, co- a clock face pointing to about five past seven. And also, remember when I said um, the, that that chair in that picture was an artist's rendering, it was whatever. This is the one that Travis drew. Travis! It's pretty much the same as the yeah, chair in the picture. it's just a Star Trek chair. Yeah, there's no difference to it. It's just fucking Picard's chair. Which means that slight bit of benefit the doubt I gave it is now gone with that no chair. And void. <laughs> Um, right, so go back to my notes here. <clears throat> so where were we? Ziggy Stardust is helping him escape. He's let they're, him out. And they're the now room. just outside. Outside. Allegedly. So, um, he he leads, could be in the hollow deck. Uh, right, so yeah. Um, he leads him outside. Um, he leads him safely out of the ship. Walton walked into the warm light outside, took a deep breath of fresh air. Um, and died. As he looked around, he saw he realised that he was surrounded by silver crafts and was inside what looked like a large aircraft hangar. So he even described it as being like that almost half-cylinder thing. So Travis wasn't at home. He was in a fucking space station He wasn't somewhere. in Kansas anymore. <laughs> like, he, he's... I don't know where he is, but he's not somewhere he's nice. Not in, he's not in Arizona. Yeah. Google Maps cannot find your location. <laughs> That's what he did. Took out his uh, phone that he got with the pre-order of Shikoro. <laughs> <laughs> So weird pre-order bonuses back in the 70s. I'm pretty sure you get a letter opener with Sekiro. He could use that to stab the fucking alien doctors. No, when you pre-order it, the bonuses, they chop your arm off and give you, like, guts. That's, as why, well. um, yeah. that's why 
Pex McGee didn't come near him because yeah. he saw he had the, the secure pre-order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of my quick little side notes there. I love that Miyazaki's done everything berserk, but now he's also done, yeah, now the metal arm that can shoot things. Cool. Like, what's he got left to steal now? <laughs> the name Berserk. <laughs> Miyazaki comes Crazy. Out of re- That's my next game. <laughs> come, comes out of retirement. <laughs> uh, where do you go? Yeah, so, the man led him deeper into the hangar, past several crafts, where there were more people inside, so led him through to a separate room where there was more people in there. Wait, so this Humans. fucking Ziggy Stardust motherfucker just had free reign? Well, he may have just snuck onto the ship. They, like, yeah, but the fact he's just walking through a hangar going, look at those other yeah. fucking Muppets but, okay, stuck, on, it, stuck on their respective alien crafts. Are they sake. in a room with the other people now? Or are yeah, the other so people? now... Okay. So they entered a room with um, lots of other people. Oh, I thought the other people were on other crafts. Um, he says, well, all the, no, this was in a side room in the hangar. Right. Um, oh, right. I should have got a picture of that as well. There's a, he drew a thing of what the hangar, the floor plan of that. Mm. As well. uh, I'm just picturing, in, I, I'm picturing a Star Destroyer hangar. Go in by his floor plans, I don't need to see it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he said that everyone in that room was uh, looked very similar to the man, and they were all dressed the same, but they didn't have helmets. Uh, when Walton tried to ask where he was, none of them would answer yeah. any of his questions. They all replied, I'm Gary. Instead, the people tried to get him to lie down on a table. Oh. Oh, it's aliens in fucking disguises. Uh, so it's They all saw David Bowie and it's were just like, It's just Pex McGee. Now we have another artist's rendering of two of the people in the room, which is this. Ah! So Why can I see her nipples through her shirt? Yeah. Also, what is her hand? That's, I'm going to mention what's in her hand. No, but like, not, not even what's in it. What is it? Why does it look like it's got balls? <laughs> oh, yeah, did I not mention it? All of them had testicles on their hands. Also, so. you know, Pex McGee has got a brother, clearly. Oh. Abs McGee. So he has described all of the people he saw being very attractive and very sort of like strong builds as well. This is clearly 70s attractive. Yeah. I don't appreciate it. Jack is just very puzzled. Is it the nipples, the testicles on her hand, or all of the muscle fibres and the fringe on the man? Yeah, it was, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was the, the haircut. <laughs> Most of all, it, I kept looking at the haircut going... It's just like... it's Okay, for, for, for anyone listening, it's, it's a, a bowl cut... It's a bowl cut mullet. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm not even playing into your joke. That was legitimately the most concerning part of that. <laughs> that is... Until I saw her hand. I just... I, I, I saw the nipple. I saw the exposed nipples. I saw the muscle fibers. I saw the weird fucking critter in her hand. And I kept being drawn back to that shitty it haircut. Is, it's such a flat head. With such and her a, five such head. A, her six her head. Her six head. I have five heads. She's got, like, infinity head. It's just gone off the, the picture. It's just... She has salami nipples. <laughs> she really does. Yeah, you couldn't really see them. They're fucking massive. I had to look back at it myself. Look at, look at, like, it's one thing seeing people's nipples, but also just like her whole areolus. Seeing well. alien people nipples. <laughs> ah, we don't know that yet. <clears throat> well, I... Continue! So, I tried to force them onto the table. Okay. Uh, well, with with nipples and, and fringes like that, <laughs> yeah. get, get away, or I'll hit you with my salami nips. How could he say no? Um, so Walton was scared by the sights of the people and the fact that he didn't know what their motives were of getting him to lie on this table. Um, he tried to fight back, 
but they managed to overpower him and put a mask over his mouth. So that's what you saw in the woman's hand. It's this weird mask thing. Okay. Uh, Morton said he did, like, while struggling, he managed to get an arm free and tried to put it underneath the mask. He got some fingers under, but before he could remove it, everything very slowly faded to black. Okay. Um, Walton then woke up, lying face down on the ground. His body and clothes felt warm, despite the fact the air around him was still cold. Mm. Walton looked around and saw he was outside in the woods. He felt relieved when he saw the familiar lights of Hema, a town near Snowflake. Um, How did he know what? Okay, whatever. I, I didn't write this down, but he did all say... He's a, a mountain man. Yeah, he's, well, they know the areas. Like, they knew a couple other towns from before. I'm sorry, pal, but if I woke up in the middle of the woods, I wouldn't go... Do you know what? That's glamorous right there. Well, he may not have known it was exactly the town, but he knew there was a civilization there, at least. Unless it was a whole field of spaceships. Grazing spaceships. <laughs> Last time well, we just, saw lights. He just saw the lights and went, FUCK! <laughs> this time I just stay very low. So he saw all the lights and went, Jeez, that's a lot of deer hunters. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fire in the trees. Um, so I didn't write this down, but um, this is it's a weird little coincidence thing okay. that he talked about. Um, where it was... He saw. He think he saw a light fading away above his head. But mm. also during that night, there was some ship crash, and I think fifty six people went missing. Their bodies weren't found. But there was also um, airships scrambled because of sightings of UFOs. Not necessarily meaning alien spaceships, but unidentified yeah. objects. Just, just the actual definition. Yeah. Um, if it's the seventies, it's the fucking Russians. And so the way um, that he called Grant, his brother-in-law, to come. One who went missing was called Grant Walton, which is, and he says himself, just a neat coincidence, because <laughs> like, the brother-in-law wasn't Grant Walton. I don't have his surname. Well, wait, what, what, you say the fact that Grant Walton went missing is the reason he called his. No, he, he said they, they found this out years later. This oh, is just, okay. just a ha- funny coincidence. It's one of those things where one of those mental blokes in the town was like, "Look what I found! This is obviously the aliens," you know. Um, Fair enough, crazy man. <laughs> Fair enough. That's uh, anyone who does email me asking me to research something. That's the voice I'll read it in. That's also um. the voice he'll send it back to you in. So <laughs> that's the voice he has sex with. If you uh, if you have a if you do get a response from Joe, you have to read it in that voice. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, see, ha ha, bada bing, bada boom. He man, no, Travis Walton is really abducted. Um, so yeah. Walton ran to the nearest house and shouted and began banging on the doors, but no one answered. But it wasn't Christmas, so they weren't expecting carolers. <laughs> uh, no, he said though there was like smoke. Uh, it was November. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still too early. Yeah, no, uh, I wouldn't have seen carolers at uh, fucking November. Uh, I've chucked bricks at them, but that's beside the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was hammering and banging on the door, but nobody answered. Um, which, honestly, to be fair, you see a crazy man banging a hammer on your door, yeah. I'm not fucking answering. Anyone comes to our studio and does that? I mean... No, fair play for getting through the gated community. Yeah. All right. uh, yeah, we live in a gated well, community. A the All Father doesn't let us see on, outsiders. On a boat. Um, boat. On a boat, yes. Motherfucker. Uh, our mobile recording studio, which yeah. we've now decided. Um, we've only decided it's mobile, which makes it mobile. <laughs> <laughs> um, Walton ran further down the road and found a phone booth. Um, Walton's pockets were empty, so he made a collect call to his sister's house. Her husband, Grant, answered the phone. Okay, so Grant doesn't answer the phone to hear I lived bitches. He answers the phone to hear Are you ready to accept a collect call from I'm back, I'm back! I was yeah. the fucking phone! At <laughs> yeah, which point I imagine he goes I was busy yes. looking at the fact fucking Elder Scrolls have released a beer, but okay, Jesus. He's like on so much points. I imagine he goes, Yes, that's fine and Walton is put through to him and he's like 
I'm back. Back, I'm back. <laughs> so the idea, like, does the collect call? Just hello, hi. Um, is it? I'm um, trying to make a collect call, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Which language likes call? Oh yeah, this. Okay, am I being put through now? Yeah. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. You're not through yet. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would love to hear that woman's recollection of the whole thing. Um, it's somewhere out there. Um, probably. My mom used to do that. The like exchange board. Really? Mm-hmm. And she listened into alien abductees. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so who made the collect calls, Grant, um, who answered the phone and at first thought it was a prank call and was about to hang up the call, until after some convincing, he decided to go and get Walton's brother, Dwayne, and meet him, um, that's the guy we've talked about before, um, and meet him where he said he was. Um, Walton said that he was then so relieved, this is one of the things I always said, he was so relieved he heard a familiar voice, mm. he just sort of sat down um, where he was. That's okay. So, yeah. Um, when they arrived, Walton was slumped, passed out in the phone booth. Uh, they loaded Travis into the truck and asked where he had been all this time. Travis was surprised that they asked like where he'd been for so long because he thought only a few hours had passed. It wasn't until Travis felt so his face. A calendar. One of them said, "No, feel your face," and he felt his face, and he felt five days of beard growth on his face. He then was like, "Oh shit." So, Travis can, is back. Travis can tell the time by yeah, how much I was just, I'm has. like, mm, yep, that's about five so, days worth. Yeah, the thing is, you have a beard, but you know when you're clean shaven, and then like you feel up and you're like, oh no, that, that wasn't there yesterday. I mean, like, because I roughly know, I wouldn't be able to say, I would pinpoint, ah uh, yes, five days, six hours and 32 seconds, yes. But I mean, like, clearly, every now and then clearly, I feel my face, I'm like, oh no, you yeah, don't do have a Gregory shaved. who grows exactly 0.1 of a millimeter every 25 minutes. You know what, I can do exactly the same thing with my legs. You've been abducted by aliens, stroke your legs. <gasps> they're not prickly, that's there's actual a, hair. <laughs> that's how I know. It's, it's when they're not prickly. But it's that thing, it's when you feel your face, and like, because at the moment I've got like a nice smooth prickle to it, because it's been maybe two days. Uh, I, like, I, I was like going to say, now. it's probably two days since you disappeared and just shaved it off. Uh, it was two like days. Just... Disappear. No, Joe, yeah. Joe has to go into the mountains no, no. to shave his I'll, beard. I'll, I'll say this. You know, <laughs> we'll be sitting in the sitting room, might be just having a conversation or like playing a game or watching something. And Joe will just get the notion, get up, leave and come back clean shaven. It There's comes... never any like explanation or I'm just going to go do this or I'm going to have a bath and I'll do it then. It's just to explain his It's just a yeah. get up and go. You, right? it's, it's like going I'm to the toilet. I'm always shocked, okay? I, I do it like going to the toilet. I'll just be like, I'll be feeling my face. I'm like, oh, it's getting a bit uncomfortable. It's a bit annoying. Oh, I'm just going to shave. Fuck it. I'm going to get up and shave. I can always tell even if I don't see him because the hair is just on the sink just mm. for a while. I'm like, oh, Joe's been here. So Travis is dead. Travis, well, he's not He's, he's not back. dead. Travis is dead. What, now? Yeah, sure. Did not. you murder him? I was like, because you were looking at your phone. I was like, he wasn't dead like, earlier yeah. today. Did he? What have you sent like a Google alert for Travis Walton? Uh, no, I'm I'm using um, Hitman.io. Oh, okay. um, hire a guy. Okay. Like that. So amazing. Travis comes back, realizes he has been gone for the five days. So yeah, I want to get. What do you guys think of Travis's account of what yeah, happened? Um, He's a great a bullshitter. I got bumped in the forest and doesn't want to talk about it. I want to know the area, like more about the area, and see if like. Where was the nearest hospital? What do you mean? No, you know everything you need to know. There's Snowflake and there's the other place. Herbert, and we also yeah. have... Oh, I can't remember the name. It's the place they went to the shopping centre to go put GameStop and shit. Yeah. And watch Avatar. Um. <laughs> but, like, because a lot of it sounds too good to be true. But it's also a case of what's scarier being alone in the universe or not being alone. Do you believe him and say that he was abducted by aliens 
and then say that there is aliens or do you say no it's bullshit and I'm a little more on the bullshit side Molly how desperate are you for love that you will not <laughs> accept that we're alone in this universe I'm out not. of fear of not finding your soulmate no I think it's terrifying <laughs> to think that we're alone in the universe no because that is a really good question to why if, if we're not alone in the universe it probably just means that someone equally as fucking boring and miserable as yeah. us somewhere no I'm not sa- no that means that we're not alone in the universe that's what I'm saying yeah that's why it's terrifying. Well, I think why, why is it such a big deal us. if we? Yeah, but it, why is it such a big deal? Because I think it's those other it's those other us. fuckers who are who may be out there are probably equally as fucking boring. No, but that's the thing. They're, they're not. It, that's the whole point. That's why the whole thing is either we're the only sapient life out here. Sentient. No, yeah. there's a difference. Sapient is the being able to like think, feel, and understand other people as well as yourself. Whereas there's one of being aware. It says several okay. stages of self awareness. I can't even bother getting into it. Um, but sapient is the one where you get rights, essentially. That's why we're homo sapiens. Mm, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> Look forward to our sapiency podcast. Um, I read enough of the book Sapiens to know. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, no, it's this whole thing of... I've got a train of thought. Anyway, we'll go back Yeah, to but it. like, it's... I, I I, still think Travis is a great A bullshitter. I think he may I think have he's a gotten a concussion and something happened while he was drugged up. Then why did he wake up in the woods warm and not cold is one of the things that really gets me. He was drunk. What if what if he has um oh wait what's it called? Oh the where you get so cold you get hot. Uh, paradoxal um, um, hypothermia. Yeah. yeah. What if he is that and he thinks he's warm but he's not actually. Or if he's drunk. I'm Being drunk would explain a lot of it. It actually. would. For five days, a five-day bender five days. where he thought he was in a spaceship for a couple hours. I can understand him. He could do drugs. Uh, oh, we actually will get onto that. Drugs is a possible. I don't. I don't know to be honest, and I, I just refuse. I aliens. don't. I like. I don't want to discredit his like all of his experience. No, I do. I do. <laughs> that that's why I won't. Um, I do think Jack like, is on his phone emailing him right now. Uh, I'm looking at Pokemon memes <laughs> from the BBNO account. <laughs> I think definitely something has happened to him, but I also think there's as likely a conclusion that maybe he got struck by lightning, or like, do you know, he was <laughs> his friends had to get guns to shoot the lightning. <laughs> they didn't know. Think maybe they were also drunk. Actually, no. If you think about it, like, okay, I'm done looking. At if his friends are also drunk, then they perceive the. Um, bolt of lightning as a glowing light which lifts him 10 foot into the air at which point they run and apparently their first instinct in, against, get guns. A, against a beam of light is to get guns so as well one thing's all I won't put it against them because I think I was going to say like coming back from work and they were doing like heavy duty work mm. and I was going to say like are you really going to do that while pissed the pub. Well, we decided they were straight to the pub. But also, I was going to say as well, like, doing that piss. There was a time again when I was doing construction where, where you were just doing um, none, of the, no, none of the foremen were on that day. And one so of the guys I was working with, um, he makes wine at home. So he brought in bottles of wine because he was giving them someone because he was selling them on to him. Yeah. But instead, he just handed them out to like three or four of us. Also, and we just got a where, nice little buzz on while like hammering in plywood. Where we used to work, how many people were fired for just coming in high? Yeah, or doing fucking, what was it, meth in the bathroom? Meth in the bathroom, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it's above them. And yeah. it's the 70s to have maybe done something, Drugs drank cool. something. 
um, mm. which caused the and like if it is a case they were hallucinating because of it their polygraph probably would come back as true because they do fully believe that it happened because that is what they saw but that's not necessarily what was there so mm. that writes off granted it's admissible anyway um, I but, do have something that either helps or hinders that a bit later as well mm-hmm. um, which was I'll, I'll get to it Okay, so which whiz? Travis which, is which, which Travis twiz? is in the back of his sister's pickup. <laughs> uh, it's actually Grant's his brother-in-law's. Yeah, sure, why not? And his brother Dwayne. Um, Dwayne. So although they so they all decided to keep Dwayne's disappearance secret because throughout this Dwayne whole media, Dwayne didn't go. Oh, sorry, Walton's disappearance yeah. secret. Um, because of the fact that it's there's been so that, much. So I just had his name written down, so I read it. Uh, but no, his reappearance. Okay. Oh. Because there had been so, so much gonna... media circus, and then all this fucking people coming in that town, they didn't want him being immediately thrown into hundreds of people. Like, That's what fair. happened? Where are you? Can we have a look at your dick? See if they did something weird to it. Like, they didn't want that. Um, they also, as well, as I have it written down, I think there was a guy who specifically said something to him. Yeah. Um, what so, happened to your dick? Essentially, um, there was one guy who was an ex-CIA agent, or supposedly so, who rang Walton's mother, and he was like, look, I've heard you handling this well. And apparently he sounded not like a nutter. He was like, you're handling this well. If he does show up, don't hand to authority straight away, because that might not be the best thing for him. Make sure he's a bit stable first. Was essentially what he was told. And it was this, like, apparently they were like, he, like, we got a lot of calls from crackpots. But that guy... That's fair, right. because at the same time, you're coming back, you're going to want to process what's just happened. He's only found out it's been five days. He's going to need at least that time, if not more, to be like, shit, what the mm-hmm. fuck, before he goes to the media or to anyone else to, like, relay his experience. Yeah, um, there is one thing. I'll cut to it now, just because I don't know where to fit it in later. Yeah. Um, there was a... Um, when the... What you call her? The operator on the phone? Yeah, the changeling. When she patched it through... She stayed. It's the name of the movie with Angelina Jolie. No, no, I'm, I'm, stage, a, yeah. I'm aware. So I just always go to call them the changeling. But is, is that what operators. she does in the film? She's next, yeah. yeah. Because that was the, it. Was watching that movie that my mom was like, I did that. Yeah, because of the fact she had to call through to the other line for the collect call purposes. Mm-hmm. She and also she had this missing guy who's known internationally at the moment is on the line she stayed on and listened in of course and she felt responsible so she let the sheriff know about this straight away oh well. rude so very quickly people start to get to mm, um and so yeah originally they take him to a doctor okay. um hang on if I put this one he ripped his uh, human face off to reveal it was Pex McGee oh my god no it was Clive anyway, yeah so Clive. and this was Clyde a... not Clive Clyde so much. the doctor they went to I don't have his name because it was just when he was saying when Travis recounted this he said it was just the a doctor, doctor. Um, he said there was this doctor who approached Dwayne doctor not the doctor there was a doctor who, doctor who? approached Dwayne <laughs> you've confirmed it all the fandoms coming down that's it the end goodbye uh, post this to our doctor who we'll get our listeners in uh, but anyway yeah so the doctor approached him anyway and Dwayne felt this guy was very level headed the way he was behaving all these things he was asking questions to the loggers and stuff like that about like all the way out. and he thought he was very sane and all this they brought him to that doctor first okay so now there are two accounts they left him very quickly and there are two accounts as to why so Walton himself like Travis this is mm-hmm. says um, yeah we got there and we saw he had just done some bullshit correspondence course he wasn't an actual doctor um, he, we saw straight I think it's the exact word though we saw very quickly he was an underqualified quack <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so they a decided... A level-headed underqualified quack. So they decided to leave him. Um, the other reports, though, that float around say that he was a drug specialist. And upon him wanting to do several tests straight away, um, they left immediately. As soon as they saw he was a specialist and that's what he wanted, they straight away left. So which one you believe? Up to you. There's also like 50 million other things. Um, hmm. So as well, people who speculate they left because of that think that maybe it was some drug-induced hallucination yeah. that the two men had schemed and like, oh shit, he's back too early. Take him away from here. Um, so after a day or two, they managed to get hold of a doctor that they trusted who made house uh, calls to Walton. Um, he cleared him with some malnutrition, but otherwise all clear. Um, they even conducted tests on his blood and urine for drugs, which both came back clear. How many days later is this? Um, it was one or two days. It wasn't So seven days in total since he's gone missing. Yeah. So seven days so since one he week. maybe have taken Since he watched that videotape. Seven days. Uh, so yeah, that's one thing that's a bit I don't know it's also the 70s yeah yeah but drugs stay in your system for upwards of like nearly a month basically can we test his hair yeah uh, I, don't I don't know I'll, if they had the process I'll email him and ask for hair um, he needs to not have gotten a cut since then so yeah anyway so Sheriff Gillespie that's how it works Wait, yeah, what? Well, like, if I get one of his hairs now it'll only show me all of the data from when he was growing but if I get one of his hairs from then then you can test it to be able to see if there's anything in the system. Oh, so it would have been like the system would get into the, the hair. The system would get it goes into your ah. hair follicles. Yeah. That's so neat. they can tell. So if he has if he's obviously he's probably cut his hair since. <laughs> but if he definitely has, then his hair is no good to me. But if he hasn't and he's rocking a ponytail right now Ponytail very it's been long. A braid. Nearly fifty. If he's wearing years. a cape made of his own hair. <laughs> well I'm like only the bottom bit needs to be he like And um, so yeah, anyway, Sheriff Gillespie wanted Walton to take a polygraph test. Oh, I called it. Yeah, which Walton did agree to, but uh, word of the exam leaked to the press. Of course it did. Uh, mm-hmm. When they discovered this, Walton's family felt that Gillespie had leaked this information, so they called off the exam. <gasps> yeah. Uh, next, the National Enquirer asked Walton to take a polygraph test, um, which he agreed under the condition he could veto any of the results going public. Oh, he can injunction stuff. So, that's a weird... Because, I mean, the that's two a really ways... weird thing to do, is just be like, oh, yeah, I'll totally take your, your truth test, but if I don't like the answer, we're not publicizing it. Yeah, which, which is... Me, a... It's sketch as fuck. Yeah. And um, they also, with this as well, I can see the other side of there is such a media circus around it, they want to see the article, mm-hmm. and be like, how are you going to portray these results, and are you going to make us No, like I understand nuts? seeing the article, but um, putting, like... The veto, right? The veto so, over yeah. specific questions, specific answers. That's the sketchy bit. Like, yeah, it's... Just being like, oh, no, I want to see how you're phrasing this. I want to make sure that it's maybe, like, not putting me in a negative light, not making me seem like a fucking crackpot. Like, yeah, but always worried if they'd be like, are you gay? No. Oh, shit! <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, they did, and they got a man called McCarthy, who administered the exam. Um, so he interviewed Walton a few times on Polygraph before they went for the full one. Mm-hmm. And he had so discovered he knew a few how facts. to trick it. Uh, oh no, sorry, this wasn't on polygraph. Sorry, this was um, you know those ones where you asked people to just, interviewed him a few times. Okay. Um, I was thinking about a different thing. Also reading earlier, but anyway. Um, so when he did these initial interviews, he discovered a few facts about Walton. Okay. Walton had used marijuana a few times in the past, <gasps> but was not a regular user. And Walton and Rogers's younger brother once conducted a fraud operation 
where they altered payroll checks. So mm. he admitted the two of them beforehand, and then they put them onto the polygraph. So, And then they asked him again. The polygraph was conducted, and there was some controversy about this. Now, Walton boldface insists that McCarthy was unprofessional, whereas McCarthy insists Walton both failed the polygraph test and tried to cheat. (laughs) Okay, yeah, but the fact he said he was crazy just plays into the fact that he's failed it. Like, a bullshitter. I would feel like if I failed a polygraph, I'd be like, no, he was crazy. He made me lie. He no. asked me, he le- he had leading it was, questions. He was behaving unprofessionally. And I do actually have an, uh, one of the things he said, which okay. is actually, it's quite fair. Um, Walton said McCarthy He pulled out asked, a light and shone it in my face. So one of the questions that was asked was, had Walton colluded with anyone or formed a scheme with regards to his disappearance? Um, Walton said he didn't know what the word meant to collude. McCarthy replied with, to work with someone to fool people just like you did with the check fraud. So questions okay, like that. Okay, leading questions. Yeah, so it's like, oh yeah, so did you pull off any sneaky things with your experience? Just like the time you lied, like you're lying right now, you lying bitch. Yeah. Like, so that's how he's behaving. I'm sorry, that's, I don't see any issue with that. That's how I conduct an interview. It's unprofessional, but... I don't see an issue with it. Uh, <laughs> Not when he's a bullshitter! Uh, did he hit him with a brick at any point? He did. That's fine as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas McCarthy said that, um, I think his exact line was, um, judging by the results and the opinion of this examiner, Walton is lying and attempting to perpetrate a UFO hoax. So, Or he wasn't. He was telling the truth. And, Why do you want to believe this bullshit? And he's, he's afraid to tell people that <laughs> because, aliens unlike you, are Jack, real. She took her opinions out back beforehand and all yelled at them. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah, what I you did. did? You put yours in a shoebox under the table that's like nipping away at your heels here and there. I came you in your... here with an open <laughs> mind. I, I, I didn't even do them with decency of that. They're still here right beside me. I came here with an open mind because apparently <laughs> I shot all of my opinions. In yeah, the but face. if we all came here with open minds. It would be no fun. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to be the closed minded <laughs> arsehole. Yeah. I always am. I also just, just enjoy being the like. What if this thing happens? So, that's more or less all the important information. Okay, cool, because I need to pee again. Uh, <laughs> there's only a couple and other things. And with that! <laughs> <laughs> there's only a couple other things here, which is, um, one was, you know they said in the last episode, Walton's brother was like, oh yeah, we were always really keenly interested in yeah. UFOs. Yeah. Walton was like, that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about with that. Um, another thing as well, is maybe a coincidence, he puts it down as one, but at the same time, Three weeks before his disappearance, a very popular UFO movie aired. So if they were coming up with some sort of scheme, it's like, mm. hmm, and they're sitting at that. Who's the most expendable meeting while watching this UFO movie? And they're like, Walton. He's only dating my sister. Yeah. Uh, so what are you guys thinking about this? Drugs. Straight drugs? I like, I'm going back to my thing where I don't know if I want to believe him because mm. it's believing in aliens. Which is a leap, but at the Turns same time, it's legal. <laughs> That's illegal. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of facts that are put in here place. on international waters. That is illegal. Like I feel like there's a lot of facts that are put in place to lead you to believe that it is drugs. So the fact that they do question him and they're like, "Oh, have you ever taken drugs?" and he's like, "Yes, I've, I've done marijuana a few times." The fact that the lie test. He did what he did in that. 
they're dead. He openly admits that. No, he that was in yeah, the interviews. Yeah, but before. like, yeah, but he's he's admitted to it. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Well, so that's one, very different yeah, from being. Which asked means that. at some point they probably were like, "Hey, do you did you ever do drugs?" And he openly admitted to, "Yes, I've done marijuana a few times." I'm not saying that, he did that's it. off the polygraph. I'm not saying he did it on the polygraph. But I'm saying the fact that that's one of the facts that's mentioned now is a leading into like he was probably doing drugs. You just gave me another idea. Mm-hmm. What if Walton was doing some form of murder at the time? And he needed a five-day alibi. That's fair. Oh if my you God. stir up bullshit, if he's doing something wrong at the time, and you stir up some bullshit about the thing. What if? What if Who they the just fuck needs a five-day alibi? Joe? Someone, someone killing somebody three was... days away from where they are. So two days to get there, one day to kill, two days to get back. What if they are just doing it to get out of the contract? What if? And this is a crazy bananas idea. If he is some kind of secret hitman, as you imply, he went, yeah, I need holiday days. Yeah, but then they'd be like, where were you during these days? No. No work colleague has ever turned and gone, where were you on your, where where exactly were you on your holiday days? And the person's gone, uh, uh, not murdering. No, I mean that, not his work colleagues, but the police. What's your alibi? I'm in a fucking spaceship, mate. Why does he need an alibi? If he's done a murder, he needs an alibi. No! He doesn't, Joe. Because if you commit a murder two continents away, I don't go up to you and go, where were you in these days? I suppose that's fair. But there, was a mur- was- there was a murder in or- Michigan two days ago. Where were you? Which makes it the perfect alibi because no one expects you to go two continents to murder someone. Mm. Uh- but then, hang on. <laughs> You're agreeing with me. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with Joe. <laughs> I do use that as alibi but if you're missing for enough time to murder someone because obviously if you're going to murder someone two continents away you have one heck of a fucking grudge to kill yeah. that person I don't know I just feel like you're first of all you're assuming this man's a hitman instead no, of a bullshitter a possibility like as in why would you need such an outlandish alibi I'm like, not saying you would but what do you think he has to gain from the, all of this Publicity. He's a bullshitter. A story that got out of hand. He's cheating on his fucking missus. <laughs> He's cheating on his missus five days. Oh shit, aliens. But one thing's with that as well, though, is the fact that, you know, his lie detector may have been bullshit, mm. but that everyone else's was like, no, yeah, we believe him. So if we're just taking the lie detectors as truth across the board. His one's bullshit, and everyone else saw a UFO or believe they saw a UFO. What that implies to me is some kind of, I don't want to say practical joke because obviously that goes too far, but something in that he was aware that this wasn't what was happening but was trying to, you know, the lads weren't in on it or something like that. I don't even know. What do you think, Joe? You've seen the most facts of all of us. Yeah, and I always have one thing that always is one of the big questions. I think, oh no, we didn't ask Adamski because he's... Uh, well, no, we did, because we asked it about the cop. Yeah. Which is, what do they have to gain from this situation? Yeah. They get out of the contract. Uh, get out of the contract, for one. Um, have a five-day alibi. Did they, though? Yeah, had a yeah. Five- did, did, yeah they, did, they, did. Did, they managed to get out of the bullshit. Okay, for extenuating circumstances. Yeah. Okay. Um, Walton has written several books on this. He been has in been in movies. several documentaries. Had the film Fire in the Sky made about this, and constantly gets hired, like as a guest speaker at UFO events, to talk about this. So, so he gets fame. And if he did want to be an actor, or if he did want something outside his small town life, 
That was my bullshit insane yeah, theory. Maybe yeah, maybe it was. Stop fucking validating this one. <laughs> Even I think that's too far. Nah, I don't know where you're getting this idea that he's just a small town girl living in a lonely world. Took the midnight train no, going anywhere. He took the, took midnight, the midnight UFO. <laughs> took the midnight train going to space. Um, yeah, so no, I, I, I honestly think it's it's drugs or alcohol or something. It's I, I just think it's bollocks. <laughs> think it's a grade A bullshit. I think he is a great. He is a triple S rank bullshitter, Joe. As a so wait, so you think it was some sort of drug induced thing? Only because I don't want to think aliens. Yeah, so then but you're also not willing to concede have... that it's bullshit. And why would some? Oh, it could be like it. It could be complete bullshit invented by the drugs and alcohol. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but then why would he need to be drugged and alcoholed? He says he didn't just <laughs> because want those to aren't verbs. as a life choice. Yeah, like I mean, so what I'm saying is like if he was all done up like that. Mm-hmm. What's with the, the other guys' stories then? Drugs and alcohol. Drugs and alcohol. They all were pissed up leaving they all, work. They're yeah. all pissed up leaving work. They're so like, you verified that is a thing. Yeah, that hands. is potentially yeah. possible. What if they they see some lightning and they think like oh, what, if, UFO, what if he gets struck by lightning or a tree near them gets struck by lightning? He says he gets launched in the air. What if like a tree falls and he is launched? In what the if air? this launching is bollocks as well? I know, yeah, it's an effect of drugs. I, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm aiding and abetting your yeah, point. Yeah, his 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 launching could be him falling over if he's drunk enough. Mm-hmm. Um, he's found brought to a hospital. Maybe he has some minor injuries that like do take only maybe five days to kind of heal up, Bad whatever. Salt. Like. That was. I think you said that last time as well. Yeah, so right. Bad salts. Um, bad salts. They do crazy like, shit to you, man. The only the only things we know for a fact are he's gone for five days and he grew back. a beard. That's uh, it. We don't necessarily know that. We, we, I what about the beard growth? No, about being vanished for five well, days. He's, he's gone from Snowflake for five days. Yeah. We know that. He's and, not and, seen by anyone who Herbert. says they've seen him for five days. Unless his, his mate or his family are in on some bullshit. That's the thing. Um, and also as well, just before I give my views out, the other thing with um, the whole like him and his brother loving UFOs and the mum being like, who else have back. you told about this? Mm. That being the whole thing of like, yeah, fucking UFO things. But also like the mum's lack of panic makes me think he's disappeared before. Uh, but it's also the case that she uh, did break down behind closed doors and things like that. Yeah, so behind that's, closed doors. Which was also very unlike her. From what that This is the people who are supporting that alien side of things. But like behind closed doors after yeah, it's one thing to say it's unlike it, it's unlike someone my nan's a very strong woman but if i fucking went missing for five days she'd be like oh he'll be fine he'll be fine he'll be fine and then he mm. she gets in behind a fucking door and she'll ball her bollocks out yeah um i'm gonna go as professional paranormal investigator putting my license on the line fucking bullshit yeah, no, no aliens involved. I think those aliens... Right, Joe, I don't think we've ever agreed on something before. <laughs> I think... This is a momentous occasion which we both agree this is bollocks. I think if you Google space chair and Google alien, you're going to get the pictures get... that I showed you guys. Well, you couldn't Google it. <laughs> the, the aliens are so stereotypical. The chair is just the Star Hi, Trek chair. Jack, if you look them up in a... Wiki- in a not Wikipedia, an encyclopedia, <laughs> you'll get those like, pictures. It's, like... it, it, it's all too coincidental for it to be true. Yeah, there is also the other thing people will argue which is that the reason why we see those things because they're influenced by the truth and shit like that but those people are crackpots who don't have a <laughs> license that they're putting on the line or a professional opinion um, did so, you get that license laminated yet or can I still tear it up no I, I have it internally it's tattooed on my organs oh, wow. um, 
it, I, I got a paranormal doctor to do it. It nice. was very strange. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I think mm. two out of three on definite bullshit. On, third one on, on drug-induced bullshit. Drug-induced bullshit. Uh, and with that, we have yet, we've failed <laughs> to find a true paranormal incident. No, yeah. Uh, and I've been Joe. I've been Molly. Jack's been on bath salts. Yeah. <laughs> I've been Jack. He's, he's Googling. <laughs> yeah. Bye. 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 If you enjoyed that, you can find us at Facebook at Brains Born and Other, or on Twitter at BB and Other. I'm at Joe Alfie. Molly is at the home Molly. Or if you just want to suggest a topic or just say something, email us at brainsbornanother at gmail.com. Our outro and intro music is Quirky Dog by Kevin McCode at Incompetech.com. Thanks for listening.